and welcome to another episode of the World Class Agency Podcast. Today we'll be speaking to Alesh Spetic from Clevio, and as always, I'm joined by Sam Hunter from Home Search. Sam, before we jump into anything work-related, we've not spoken since the rugby last weekend. Have you have you recovered? You know, I was meant to go. Oh, good morning, Mark, and hello, listeners. Uh, I was meant to go and watch the match with a couple of mates uh, at the, the George Pub in London Bridge, which is like a beautiful pub, and it'd been pouring with rain all last week and I thought to myself it's going to be raining Saturday morning last thing I want to do is go to a pub and sit in the rain and watch the Wallabies get trounced and so I stayed home and I literally I don't have a tv but I have a projector so I put my like ITV hub uh not that I pay for a tv license so this could get me into trouble I put ITV hub on my like dining room table wall and yeah watch the Wallabies get trounced uh, but I was in the warmth of my own home I got to have a cup of tea while I was watching us lose badly and make terrible decisions and play really bad rugby and just have no game plan other than to let you guys walk it in. Uh, so <laughs> the answer to your question is, yeah, I hate rugby and I've recovered completely. So that's good. <laughs> Did you happen to um, to hear Checker's halftime rant? It was fairly similar to yours, but with a few more <laughs> expletives there. Uh, probably the less, the less I say about Michael Checker, the better. I feel like uh, he is a bit like the know-it-all estate agent where they think they're doing good work but potentially there's there's better stuff out there you know and this is coming from a guy who didn't like eddie jones until eddie jones was so far away from coaching my country that i realized how good he was so yeah no the, the less we say about that the better and um there's probably only about three people listening to this that actually like rugby union so um I, i'll just forget about it for another four years no well hopefully by the time this goes out um We'll have won the World Cup, so hopefully there'll be a few more than three people uh, listening. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. You don't think so, no? No. You've got a big game coming up, mate. I'll see what happens there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so confident. Um, so tell us a little bit about Clevio. I know Alesh uh, reached out to you. It's a little bit different, this podcast, um, than previous ones, uh, but I know it's something that we've spoken about, this type of technology. Uh, do, you, do you know anything more than I don't know at the moment about Clevio, Sam? Yeah, um, the short answer to that question is not really. So we we had uh, Alesh uh, just sort of send me a message and just to say, look, I've listened to your podcast. We do some cool stuff with uh, like genuine like property technology rather than prop tech in terms of software. Um, and I sort of said, okay, sounds cool. What's it got to do with world-class agency? Um, and he sort of filled us in on a little bit of the work that they're doing with some property management firms. And I thought it was quite cool. And so I said, stop there. Don't tell me any more. Come on the podcast. We'll have a chat. So I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Um, and I'm also really quite keen to understand what somebody who's not an agency and builds hardware rather than software that's aimed at uh, properties themselves rather than the people that work in them, although I'm sure that there's an application to improve their lives. I'm interested to understand what his view as a sort of complete outsider is on what world-class agency looks like to him so i think one of the things that you and i challenge ourselves to do with the podcast is not just talk to estate agents week in week out because we'll end up talking about their important things but we'll end up talking about the same stuff so yeah, this yeah, is absolutely. uh i guess the pilot test so maybe apologies <laughs> to alesh in advance <laughs> for uh, <laughs> asking him questions about the estate agency industry but i'm interested i, I think we're all going to learn something from him in terms of not only about his business but about his perceptions of how we can all improve as estate agents as well 
yeah, absolutely. Always good to get some uh, some outside thoughts, someone outside the industry, if you will. So let's dive in. Today, we are joined by the founder and CEO of a company called Clevio. Clevio is a smart intercom and smart phone app that lets you open doors, share digital keys, all using your phone from anywhere in the world. Alesh Spatich, welcome to the World Class Agency podcast. Glad to be here. Alesh, uh, thanks morning. for joining us. Um, uh, we know a little bit about what you guys do, um, and we were put together by uh, your PR company after they'd heard a few episodes of, of what we're doing. Can you talk us through Clevio, where it came from, uh, where you want it to go, how you guys are going now, and just explain to us a little bit more, Mark, and I have deliberately tried to, I guess, fly by the seat of our pants on this episode, because we were, we were quite interested to sort of hear from, from you guys exactly your mission, vision, what you do, and et cetera. Yeah, sure. So Clevio is a platform to manage access. Uh, we felt that there, is a, that there are a bunch of problems whenever you have to manage more than one key. Uh, so instead of, if you have to manage a, a number of properties, instead of running around with the St. Peter keychain and trying to figure out which key goes into which block, there must be a better way how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and since my background and my team's background is, is from digital technology, we've built um, solutions for uh, connecting sensors, ambient ambient sensors and so forth. And my other co-founders uh, team ran uh, a company called One Fine Stay, which was a short term yeah, yeah. rental platform. We s somehow merged together the, the technical knowledge and the domain knowledge, and we built Clevio as a platform for access. So essentially, as you said, we, we manage digital keys which are, uh, which are enabled by a device called Clevio One, which is a retrofit, so you can actually install it in any property that uses a, a normal key, but adds the benefit of managing the, that access remotely. Okay, now cool. the idea, yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, continue, oh, I, I, oh, I, I, sorry. Was, I was more I, just I saying that it, it yeah. sounds cool and makes sense. <laughs> Uh, so the the idea was that like th up to three thousand years ago, um, people were protecting their properties either with a crocodile pond or a gut. Then <laughs> a technological evolution came about in the form of a key. But then, in a sense, for the past three thousand years, nothing really changed a lot. Uh, the complications on the keys uh, got some uh, sl slightly more sophisticated, but 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 that was about it. So I just need to switch off my phone. Um, now, with the digital technology, there are a whole bunch of things that can uh, be improved, mainly the physicality of the key. You, you, digital key cannot be lost. Digital key cannot be copied without you knowing it. D digital key can be issued remotely. With all these uh, things, we felt that there, there are some opportunity, particularly in the property management industry, that we can address. So now we have a platform that basically allows you, if you install it in your properties, to send contractors into your property uh, by effectively remotely. They don't have to go to your office, pick up your keys, go do the job and return the keys. You can give uh, virtual keys or digital keys to residents. You can control the number of copies. If you are running a short-led business, you can time limit the keys and you can geofence the keys. So only a person who's in front of the door can actually open it up. They cannot 
open the doors remotely. Um, this is the basic functionality that we have at the moment, and there are obviously a bunch of other opportunities. Now, the real benefit that you can feel from it, that you can get, is when you have uh, all of your portfolio enabled uh, with with Clavio. Um, we are currently working with one large um, uh, managing agent in, in, in London who's rolling it out through the whole portfolio. They've been using it in about 40 units uh, as a test. Now that they are, they are rolling it out throughout the whole portfolio and currently um, they have to manage 6,000 keys. Um, they've calculated that roughly every seventh, key, seventh issue of the key causes some sort of a problem. Now, that does not mean that the key is lost, but it is temporarily misplaced. A manager stuff it into their drawers at the end of the shift instead of putting it back into the proper cupboard and, and so forth. All those problems go away when you can move all of your keys to your phone or your digital platform. Is there a way where, so if I've got my uh, thousand keys to, to and, and I've got, uh, whether it's a check-in or a check-out or a routine inspection or something booked, can using Clevio, can you program in that that key is only available to that person in the scheduled time that it is so that no one can just walk around yes. with their iPhone walking into the managed properties here, there, everywhere, um, just exactly. as, a, as an that added layer of security? That's the point. I mean, the, the advantage, the, the reason why we are able to do that now is, is precisely because of the smartphones. Every smartphone is also a personal authentication device. On the modern ones, you use a fingertip, uh, fingerprint or a face ID or something like that. In the slightly older ones, you at least were requested to enter the PIN every single time. Okay, cool. that, so the authentication is there and the key is always issued to individual person. The second thing is that key is also limited. Uh, as I said, particularly for like shortlets for the guests, uh, you limit the key, the, the, the validity of the key exactly at the same time, like in a hotel room, a key card is limited to, I don't know, Friday, two o'clock or noon. Yeah. And it works exactly in the same way. So one of my questions, Alash, was going to be about um, security and potentially how does having a digital key maybe affect your house insurance and stuff like that. But it sounds like it's probably safer than, than a physical key, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, if you look at the uh, particularly short-lived industry, a lot of it rely on lockboxes, which, yeah. are, which are notoriously unsafe. And, and furthermore, you have no control of the copies of the keys, nor you have control whether your guest loses a key or not. So if you want to be perfectly safe, you would actually have to kind of change the lock every time a key is either suspected to be copied or lost. Um, with digital key, that's way more safe. Now, first of all, we, we use bank-grade uh, security. Uh, every issue of the key is unique, is encrypted. Uh, every use we require for every user to identify themselves with a fingerprint, not not only when they receive a key, but also for us every unlock. So even if somebody steals your phone, they still cannot access the keys. And furthermore, if there are any issues that we haven't thought of, you can always revoke the keys and access remotely. Uh, you can just kill them. Uh, 
Um, so in that sense, a di di digital key is way more, uh, it's way safer and secure than a physical key. One of the safety and security side, one of the first thing I, I'm writing down some notes because once uh, we end our conversation, Mark and I just sort of like to talk about what flashed up in our minds as we go through these sort of chats. And one thing that's uh, come to me straight away is just the amount of time you're going to save not only the managing agents or an estate agent that has quite a, a huge portfolio themselves, but the, the actual tradespeople from driving from one appointment to an office to pick up a key to another appointment, then going back and dropping those keys. Um, yeah. Or if you're anything like me, back when I was an estate agent, Mark, this is probably something you can relate to as well. I used to have like a key box in my car where yeah. it, it would be if I was doing 15 open homes in a day, I'd have 15 sets of keys. Or if I was going from viewing to viewing to viewing to viewing, I'd have all these keys. And there was only ever one set in the office because yeah. you only ever got one set cut because it was the done thing. And then you end up running around driving next to your mate, throwing some keys between windows of cars and things like that. And I just imagine safety. <laughs> you didn't do that, Sam. Surely not. Mate, I've, I've hit the side doors of cars so many times throwing keys between them and things like that, which is probably not <laughs> professional or best practice, but it was the most efficient way until Clevio that we could hand over keys. So I'm just seeing like mass amounts of time saving from what you guys do and efficiency from, from all parts. Cause you're, like you're removing what could be as little as a two minute journey on both sides of anyone doing any work or what could be a half an hour journey for some people yeah. who are more rural based. What a difference that'll make to get the best contractors as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, well it, it goes even further. Uh, I mean, we, we, we went very deep in analysis of the industry and where the inefficiencies lie. Uh, and I have probably like two thoughts on that. One is for short that industry. Uh, now, there is a concept of a greeter, now particularly for short-let operators, yeah. where you basically hire a greeter to wait for the guest. An average price for a greeter goes somewhere between 20 and 25 pounds a month, uh, sorry, per, per stay, which is higher than what we charge per month to have Clevio in. So with only one stay, you say you you get the money back effectively mm. uh, if if you're using Clevio. So for shortlet industry, uh, besides all the safety and revoking of the keys and expiring of the keys functionalities aside, only that that saving is huge. Now on the property management side, uh, it turns out that when you look at it, there is a, a quite significant amount of um, residential managing agents who only have one office. And there is the economic reason for that. Their uh, limitations to growth is based on the, on the physical distance from the properties they manage. Particularly because uh, what you said, when you have a contractor going in, they have to go to the office, pick up the keys, go do the job and then return the keys. And that physicality, that distance costs money. Uh, so the leap of investment to go and expand basically means staffing the second office. And quite often what contractors do, pick up the key in one office and try to return into the second because it's more convenient. Absolutely. When you do, when you do all that um, with Clavio, all those issues go away. And you are all of a sudden have all the uh, playing field leveled 
and you start competing on the service and not just by reducing the cost of actually managing the the, the keys. Who are you work? You said before you're working with some London-based property management companies. I mean, obviously there is potential for this to become part of something like Airbnb's Arsenal, where to be a host you must have Clavier or something. And I can imagine that's yeah in your. And thinking. this is actually, and this is actually already happening. Um, we are working very closely with Hostmaker, mm -hmm. and which is one of the one of the most successful shortlet operators. They are now strongly encouraging all new hosts who sign up for their service uh, to get the Clavio in. Um, and even further, we right now are in the two-month campaign with Airbnb. Uh, we have a joint offering where if you sign up your property for Airbnb, you basically get Clavio for free. Nice. Well, that that short the, the short the short like I can definitely see all of uh, the advantages there. Like you say, the hosting that's a complete no-brainer. Um, what about from a property management perspective? If I'm a agent, I've got maybe a hundred properties um, under management. How would we get involved with Clevio, and how does it how does it look? How does um, the commercials look on that? If you're happy to to discuss it, because I'm assuming it's a bit of an increased cost, but a massive cost saving from contractors and um, staffing. Well, basically, there are like Clevio, if even without diving into technical details, uh, Clevio's advantage is that we can control multiple doors. So, if you are an Airbnb host, you want to have all the doors to your property enabled. And the advantage of Clevio is that we can control the communal door and the apartment door from the apartment. Now, for property uh, manager who is basically concerned only for the communal area, that's even simpler because we uh, put Clavio on into the electrical cupboard, effectively, that controls the communal doors only. Mm -hmm. So that means that we can effectively uh, let issue unlimited number of keys to the either contractors or the residents as well. So for the property manager, what we do, and we currently work with Urank, who's one of the West London's uh, property manager, they're putting Clevio in all of their 300 properties, uh, buildings that they manage, so that they can let contractors in either remotely or for the trusted contractors to issue them a uh, limited keys that they can go in wherever they need to go when there is either, I don't know, lift inspection, whatever needs to be done. Mm -hmm. um, commercially, we charge a monthly subscription, which depends on the size of the of, of the of the property. Uh, but this is usually it's hard to say, but it is around um, a few, roughly twenty thirty pounds for uh, per month for a smaller product. And so, if if I uh, and that's all in basically. If I wanted to install Clevio in, in my flat, just because I am a bit of a sucker for technology and I just yeah. I, I, I want to have the smartest home going, you know, I'm happy mm -hmm. for Amazon to know everything that I do if they just send me all the stuff that's important to me without me even yeah. thinking. Uh, it would be it would be a case of engaging with you guys, getting something installed yeah. that, that works in my door. One one, and this might be a weird question, um, and so I promise we won't finish on it. But what happens if the power goes out? Uh, if the, well, the advantage of Clavio is that physical keys still work. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
uh, as opposed to any other electric lock. We, we do not change the lock. We just okay. enable you to operate it remotely. So is there then mechanics involved? So I, use, I, I, I do something on that and it physically, something in the door goes click and opens it up? Uh, it, it goes, uh, the, the click happens on the door frame. Okay. So it's yeah, basically right. an electric strike. It's the same thing like with a communal door or any office door. Yeah. Right. When you do the buzzer thing, it does the click and the doors open up, which made us one of the most reliable solutions on the market because we actually don't operate the torque of, of the lock. We are not concerned with bending and shifting of the doors during the season changes and so forth. We basically rely on the technologies that's been out there for decades. And even further for the communal doors, most of the communal doors are already, sorry, electrified. So you can operate it either with a pressing a button on the intercom or pressing a button on the wall. Mm. And we effectively simulate that signal. We install in parallel to that button, but we have all the technologies that allow you to connect remotely, to authenticate you and so forth. Are there locks or doors that you guys can't work with? Very few. We are currently compatible with 98.7% of all doors that we find in London. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, one question that we ask everyone that comes on the show, uh, and I'm, in, I'm, I'm quite interested to hear your perspective because uh, at least in our little podcast journey so far, we have spoken to sort of industry experts or estate agents who've made a name and a career for themselves over time. But the question that we ask is, so the name of our podcast is world-class agency. We always talk about what world-class estate agency looks like and what everyone should aspire for. So the question that we finish with everybody on is what does world-class estate agency look like to you, Alesh? Well, to me, the world-class estate agency is something that I don't see if I don't have to. Is the one that I never have to com uh, complain to. Um, we we, which is hard to achieve, but sometimes uh, it is possible if you prepare for things that all of the estate agents see every day, but somehow still manually rely on either emails, phones, uh, complaints, and apologies. If you can prevent all that, that's the world-class estate agency. I like cool. that. Thank you very much. Cool. How can everyone find out more about uh, you, Alesh, and how can, how can our listeners uh, or their clients or any property management company or giant short-let business out there that shall be named nameless, how can they find out more about you and about Clevio? Well, it's very easy. Clevio.com, Clevio with a K. Uh, we are all there, and my email is ales at clevio.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your sure. time. I, uh, I'm quite excited about it. Uh, you might have a new customer by the end of the day, depending on if I get any time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Alesh, Thank uh, you so from, from both of us. We really appreciate your time and good luck with everything in the future. I'm excited to see how you guys grow. Thank you. Thank you very much to Alesh from Clevio for today's episode. Um, really interesting piece of technology. I know it was something that Sam and I actually spoke about uh, when, when I came to London. You, you were saying that, was it Canada you'd been and they had this sort of technology in one of the buildings, I think you said? So, yeah, really we, interesting we, that then. I was, I was blown away that we were just in, in our friend's building in, in sort of downtown Toronto and 
they someone buzzed in but they didn't buzz in through the buzzer on the front door or like how i have in my flat where i go and pick up the phone and push the button they literally got what looked like a whatsapp message and they swiped across put their fingerprint in and they were buzzed in the door and they got access to the lift and everything like that um and i thought it was generally the coolest thing i would ever seen and my <laughs> friends were like yeah this is pretty standard here you know and they weren't in a, a new building by any stretch of the imagination i thought okay cool well there's probably something out there that uh, does this uh, that we're just not aware about in the UK and and lo and behold it's something like Clevio which is quite cool um, I was I actually found that really interesting like there's so many applications for technology like that and the fact that I mean I remember even back in Brisbane Brisbane's a really there's not a lot of people but it's a really spread out town so if you need to get some property management work done it was sort of a 15 minute drive to the office to pick up keys and then a 15 minute drive to the property and then you do the work and then it's a 15 minute drive back. So if you can save somebody, whether it's a property manager and a state agent doing open homes or anything like that, or viewings or a contractor, tradesperson, whatever, half an hour per appointment every day, like their business is going to go nuts, you know, or they'll keep their sanity because they won't spend as much time just rabbit running around, ferreting around, trying to pick up keys or hand keys. Yeah. I touched on it there as, uh, as well, very briefly, but Surely having this sort of technology, if you're a letting agent, um, you're managing X amount of properties and your contractors regularly come to the office to pick up keys, to drop off keys and, and that type of thing. Imagine you can go out to your contractors and say, do you know what? You no longer have to come into the office. I'll just give you access through, through your phone. They're going to be so much more efficient. They're going to be able yeah. to earn themselves more money. They might be able to cut down your costs. You, you lose all of that travel time. I think that's a a massive um, boost to try and recruit the best contractors out there, the most cost effective for your landlords. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking for applications like Viewer or things like that out there as well. Uh, if you're employing a service like that within your business, it's such an yeah. easy way of securely passing keys across and, and making sure that nobody stood outside a property without keys. No one. And, and we've all been in that situation where we've taken the wrong keys. And, <laughs> I was going to say that. And this sort of use of technology i guess and everybody does have a smartphone you know maybe someone has a, an old generation smartphone but there's not no one's rolling around these days with their 3310 anymore certainly not in an industry where it's communication and service based and you need to sort of be available most of the time um yeah. so if you can sort of enable people to always have the right key that they need in their pocket when they need it to me that's a no-brainer i mean we, we were talking off air about how many stories we've had where we've been on stag do's and we've been locked out of flats or anything like that. And I, I remember yeah, just a few times. Yeah, I, I remember I was uh, in Sydney for the like NRL rugby league grand final years ago. And my mates and I were all staying at a hostel because Thought it's we were talking rugby. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's expensive <laughs> enough to sort of go away for the weekend, let alone staying in a nice hotel. And one of our mates went home a little bit earlier than me. Uh, and we sort of rolled in there at like 4.30 in the morning and he had the only key and he passed out on his in the bed yeah. of our hostel. And so we're trying to buzz into the hostel, which is in 24 hours, and we literally end up climbing up a drain pipe out the front of this hostel, walking across like the cantilevered roof of where the hostel bar like lights are and climbing in through a window, which was not our room, but we were able to open that room up, get inside and bash on the physical door. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Davis, if you're listening to this, mate, I'm still telling this story, but <laughs> very long way around of telling a story about a, a, a good night out is that if my phone could have opened that hostel door, none of that would have happened. You know, maybe I wouldn't yeah. have a cool story to tell, but it would have solved my problems and I wouldn't have been freezing cold for an hour 
desperate to climb up a, a drain pipe to try and get in yeah. to go to bed. Yeah, potentially falling off said drain pipe as well. I've got a very, very similar story. I won't, I won't share it now um, for repetition, but exactly the same happened to us on my brother, brother-in-law stag in Barcelona. Um, for Airbnb, it's an absolute no-brainer, but for I think for letting agents, there's, there's a massive yeah. thing here. You talk about Vuber. You talked about Uber and that type of technology. And for me, I, one of my earliest memories in a state agency actually is going to do a viewing, one of my early viewings, taking the wrong set of keys. And, you know, just the embarrassment of saying to someone, it might only be five minutes down the road, but you're, you're there with the key in the door and you're like, I've got the wrong one. I'm going to have to go back yeah. to the office. It just does, it stinks of service that is, is not world-class. And if you could just ring the office and say, look, just ping, ping me the, in the right key or you know you've got then digital access bang you're in and, and you're showing someone around straight away and also i think from a client's perspective if that happened if you in here i'd be impressed yeah I'd be like, well, this, is, this, this is a cool piece of tech and you know they always talk about getting viewings off to a positive start if you show someone that you can open the phone with, you, with the uh, sorry open the door with your smartphone it just it, it starts it off with the right right first impression for me yeah I, i'm the same like i use a car hire company uh, called Virtuo and it's the same thing like my phone turns into the key when I get within two meters of the car when it's my booking and it's it's probably still the coolest thing you know and I still I still get blown away by it but then I tell my mates and I'm like come on we'll go for a drive and then literally <laughs> your phone is locked and it's just got the you know the black mirror of an iPhone and then when you get within two meters of the car as soon as your booking takes over literally a little key comes up on there and goes into a lock and unlocks it and the car lights turn on and it's a very cool thing. And I think you're exactly right. The feel good factor and the wow factor for somebody, and it might reinforce some value in that this, Oh, this is a pretty cool house. You know, it's got something else that nothing else that we look yeah. at has. I'm never going to lock myself out. And if one thing I really like was if the power goes out, you can still use your key, you know? And I, I, yeah. I, we sort of, I sort of said to Alesh after we spoke, I was like, mate, sorry if that was a weird question, but you always think, you know, with technology particularly, you know, the internet's wonderful when you've got power. <laughs> it's difficult when you don't unless you're on your phone. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that nobody during a, you know, thunderstorm or a snowstorm or anything when potentially power could be cut are going to be locked out of their house using what is good tech otherwise. And it, it, it's nice that it's sort of robust enough um, to, to stand the test. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go out and uh, find a little bit more about them. Um, and maybe next time I, I come to yours, we'll be opening the door with a uh, digital digital key. We might be, absolutely. I liked, did, so he was the first person we'd asked what world-class agency looks like to them uh, that wasn't either an estate agent or had been an estate agent and had that intimate knowledge of what we all do. And I think he probably came at it from uh, like a consumer, like member of the public perspective. Um, and one yeah, thing I reckon... Yeah estate agents here all the time is like, Oh, you know, either you guys do nothing or we have no idea what you actually do. Um, and that's, I think because maybe there are estate agents out there that don't do much or they do the opposite. And I hope I get the words right. But Alesh said something like, you know, it's when you're all, all the things that you do, all those one percenters go unnoticed. Um, and no one has to complain. No one has to call you, you know, you've just taken care of everything. Um, and I think it was it was quite a poignant answer in terms of mm. what world class agency does look like, right? Because you should be doing everything in the background to make it easy. Yeah, absolutely. And it was for me, it was one of the things that we've always said about estate agency. It's not it's not rocket science. It's doing what you say you're going to do, not mm. not over promising, but just you know 
if you if you're going to ring someone if you tell someone you're going to ring them at 10 o'clock ring them at 10 o'clock you know and i think that that was what he was getting at really and what you said those those one percenters doing the little things and doing them right and making sure that no one has a reason to pick up the phone and complain yeah and we're maybe we're all a bit guilty of focusing on those massive things and actually what you want is you want someone to think that you're not doing anything in terms of they just have a great experience you know it's like um you go to disneyland and you never see an employee at disneyland you only see the people in costume because it's all about the experience whereas there's like tunnels underground everywhere in disneyland for everyone to run around manically you know plugging (laughs) buttons in here doing everything it's a bit like the like the old school switchboard operators, you know, you'd pick up the phone and you'd be connected to someone on the other side of the world. But in the twenties and thirties, there were how many countless people plugging wires in here, there, everywhere. (laughs) And that's, that's a bit what like world-class agency should look like. You know, you need to have a process that's plugging one thing into another so that the people on either side just have this seamless interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, it's doing, doing the stuff behind the scenes, isn't it? That's what you're saying. You know, yeah. those processes, getting those right, making sure you deliver on the processes so that the client gets a, a perfect experience. Absolutely. A massive thank you to Alesh from Clevio for coming on today. Um, our first non-industry guest. I thought it was a really interesting insight. Huge thank you um, for listening. We do this because we love our industry. We want to see it get better. And if you like what you hear, we'd ask that you subscribe, share out our episodes on, on social media and get involved. Uh, sorry, get in touch if, if you would like to, to feature on the show. I'm Art Oral. He's Sam Hunter. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.